Deep dive. It's funnier when Ollie does it unprovoked. It's just because I want Pete to do it. It's an unprovoked Murphy. Guys on Phil. Yeah, but guys, we're talking about Phil. It's the Guys on Phil podcast for real. You know what guys talk about Phil. It's the Guys on Phil podcast for real. Ali and Ian, that's who they be. Seggy one stay fresh every week. Wrong, dead wrong. You are again. Life schools rate your life at a 10. Forex deep dive, let's see what's up. Talking slick on that thing and syrup. James Cam Rounds, Barty Submersible, Kickboxer, and these podcasters. Got a brand name, Peter, who has been on the show. And now after Sweden, the cat has to go. Beans recipe, boy, check the video. Guys on film with the podcast flow. Yeah, but guys, we're talking about film. It's the Guys on film podcast for real. You know what guys talk about film. It's the Guys on film podcast for real. I'm Ian. He's Ollie. We're both guys. We're chatting about the bovies. It's the Guys on Film podcast. JCDVD special. <laughs> Late edition. <laughs> guys L9 on, edition. Guys on Film nights. Yes, including the recently arrived via Stockholm, Sweden, Peter Cater edition. Uh, hello. Hi. You may remember me from Beautiful Chicken Meal. Yep. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Correct. Um, so Pete has uh, almost literally just walked off a Norwegian Air flight from... BA. Oh, it's a BA. Oh, 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 classy. Uh, Even classier. Wow. Um, I, I do have comments okay. on that, but it's off air. Okay, well, oh, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, well, let's let's not get into so that. Not, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Pete has just come off a flight direct from Sweden. He's back in the UK for one night only, and we thought that we would harness his energy slash cinematic wherewithal <laughs> to get him involved in yet another podcast yeah. and this week's podcast Ollie is about JCVD Jean-Claude Van Damme the Van Daminator it's Jean-Claude Van Damme so coming up in the show we're going to forex deep dive on Jean-Claude uh, Jean-Claude Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. we're going to cover his earlier movies I believe yeah. Ollie like mo- more of the early period I'm calling this JCVD chapter one because I believe that there's a lot for us to cover yeah. here. And sure. oh, is that your phone going off? Ollie's popular. It was. Oh, it, that was. Um, that was Eric. That was hashtag Eric, my son, texting me to say that he's just been to see Sing, and it was really and it uh-huh. was really good. Oh, that's yeah. good. Hashtag Sing. Or it's a film called Sing. So anyway, carry on. Sing. Sing. Um, it is 10 to 11, so hopefully he's home already. Hopefully the film came out a little bit sooner. Yeah. But, the source. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's on that lash. But prior to the Forex deep dive, we're going to do our Seggy one. And the Seggy one this week is a haphazardly pulled together Amazon one-star review quiz for Pete Cater and Ollie. Okay. I, I'm going to be quiz master or master of the quiz and I'm going to ask you guys if you can identify the movie 
from the one star Amazon review that I quote doubt it I certainly doubt it there (laughs) there may slash may not be a theme in relation to our forex deep dive but as I say there may slash may not talking about themes our regular viewers slash listeners may be wondering what they what they just heard before we started talking (laughs) That's what, that was the intro. Yeah, but it was also the guys on film rap. Oh, yes. And now you've heard the guys on film rap, correct? Yeah, everybody's heard it now. Sh- so. sh- sure, everybody's heard it. Um, now, Ollie, are you wanting to uh, pay some plaudits to the creators of the rap? Yeah, do? yeah, I can I can do, yeah. I'm just, uh, <laughs> what I'm going to do, go ahead and do is just find out who did it. Drew... <laughs> No, no, it was uh, courtesy of if a friend of the podcast, Rich Baresh, who uh, hooked us up with a, a lovely chap called Drew Vocals. Uh, and you can check out his all of his pages. Uh, probably go to Facebook and type in DRU space vocals. Um, get in Correct. contact with him if you want a similar rap. They're they're really good. We've heard we've heard a couple now, and they've they've been top notch. Uh, and and it's been I, it's been in my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the fact that he covered um, James Cameron's forex um, deep dive to uh, the bottom of the ocean yeah. uh, in a farty submersible was um, more than enough for me to buy into this. How do you mean he covered it? In what manner? He, in a lyrical. Yeah, way. he managed. He he spat lyrics over yeah. it. About so, it, about so Pete, it. Um, you will have you will have just heard when you've listened to this podcast. <laughs> you will have just heard it. So, if you could travel into the future now, oh yeah, come back. So, do you know know what we mean? Bloody hell, that is brilliant. Yeah, cool. <laughs> that is, I mean, he he's on the yeah. money. He's got the beat. He's got the lyrics. Yeah. He's uh, mentioned it all. I mean, he, he's covered. He's, he's covered everything. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so should we? Uh, oh, and also we've got another another little live. Well, not live, but another a chat with a regular listener. If you want to get in contact to be part of the show and answer the five questions, then uh, you can go to guysonfilm.co.uk and contact us on there. Sure. Uh, you can also go to facebook.com forward slash guysonfilm. Boy, you're talking like that. That's not me. <laughs> That, that's, that's not how I talk. Why you? Why you? I, I, I was just giving it the same level of uh, vigor and excitement that you were. Yeah, I do. I do need to work on my uh, on my voice. I know. I I feel that I've got a slightly voice issues. Well, I feel that I've got a slightly monotone voice. Hey, listener, get on that internet. Type it in. Guys on film. Search done. Enjoy. So the thing is, Pete's uh, uh, variance in his voice there was good enough to attract anybody. The only problem was what he said had nothing to do with what people should search <laughs> or look up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving on, let's just get yeah. on with Seggy Wad. Okay, Seggy Wad. Seggy Wad Wad Okay, you need to not look at my screen. <laughs> okay, yes, I'll do. So, but when you contribute, you should spit lyrics at this. So, but I shouldn't look at the screen, which is directly behind where you should spit the lowest. Just so you know, Pete, I am having a thinking syrup, so I am one X ahead of the game. Well, I, just so you know, um, four red wines the richer. (laughs) So that's four times the uh, thinking prowess. 
And that's that's all been locked into my belly bank. Not locked. It has, <laughs> has been locked into your uh, creme slacks. No, not yet. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for an appropriate sleeping flight for that okay. to happen. Right. The, the listeners won't get that one, yeah. but we certainly yeah. do. They will get it because okay. they would have listened to the James Bond edition. If you haven't, if you didn't get that joke, go back and listen to the Bond one. Come back. You'll have laughed. Then. Then laugh. <laughs> Go away. Do then, some research. Then, then laugh. Then decide to come back for more banter, yeah. and then laugh yeah, again. You, I mean, this podcast does take quite a little bit of research to find all the laughter. So you know, just try and keep up, <laughs> guys. If you want to laugh, we'll give you the wiki. So, so okay, guys. Yeah, I'm pitting Peter Cater against Oliver Oily P. Johnson. Round one, fight! In. In. <laughs> a four round. Um, round four. Movie guessing. A movie guessing competition. Fight, boss. <laughs> now, you will be get, guessing these movies bonus based level. on. Uh, this is not a bonus okay. level, Ollie. This is the level uh, standard. primary standard level. Primary standard level. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Primary to standard level. Good. I, Pre- I think I did a pretty good um, Tekken voice there. Pre-engagement semis. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't think Pete's ever played Tekken no. or or any game. Okay. Or any or any Sony PlayStation product. Okay. So let's let's get kicked off. Movie one. I'm going to quote you some things uh, from the Amazon reviews of this movie, and you guys have to guess which movie. It um, is. Yep. Now, I'm, what were you going to say, Ollie? Are they all Jean-Claude Van Damme films? I said, and you should have listened, I but, I, but I'll tell you I again, <laughs> that there may or there may not be a running theme. Brilliant. Uh, first on. one, Running Man. <laughs> okay, so mo- movie number one, I'll give you one clue straight off the bat. Okay. It's from 1995. Right. Picture the scene. Where were you? I was seven years old. Street Fighter. Remember it well. Okay, it's not Street Fighter. Were you seven for the whole year? <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, I, I was six and a half a year, and I was seven until I was seven and a half. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Right. What's the question? Okay, so <laughs> the quote from IMDb, the bad movie review about this movie was Nicole Kidman sexes things up a little brackets surprisingly close brackets she sizzles and is uh. the only go- the, the only thing good about this movie Drew Barrymore embarrasses herself by playing a pointless role is it the one where they are, where, um, where Kidman and uh, the other one they're like wear masks and play sex games okay so I think you're talking Ice about white shit. all it Eyes wide shut. Always got. That's it. what I wanted to say. Yeah. Okay. Now that is incorrect. Is that your guess? That's my answer. Let's have one person at a time. Pete, is that your answer? That's my final answer, Ian. <laughs> Can okay, I ask the audience? So Pete's final answer. Pete's final answer is <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut from 1999 by Stanley Kubrick. That's is it, his answer. Is it correct? That's his answer about the movie from 1995. Not by Stanley Kubrick. So, Ollie, you're the only one of the two contestants in with a chance of getting a point. What? So it's a no, then? 
uh, wait for the answers, Pete. I've not, I've not decided whether you do or don't get an answer. Uh, a point, sorry. Uh, Ollie, yep. what would your guess be? Because I, I can't think off the top of my head of a film with both Drew Barrymore and Nicole Kidman in easily. Okay. Uh, Goonies. So uh, I'll go for a film called To Die For. Oh. What's that? That's the. It's uh. It's got Nicole Kidman in it, and she sizzles in it like a sausage. Are you googling? No, no, no. I'm no googling, mate. I'm not googling. I'm not. I'm not googling. Yeah. Oh, mate, I ain't googling. You telling me that I'm googling? Yeah. Have you read upon films or been involved in watching films for years? Because yes. that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asked. I'm okay. asked Jeeves in. The, the fact that you've said, ooh, what's that? means that it's dead wrong. So, Ian? It's, Ollie, it's wrong. It's dead yeah. wrong. Uh, but I'd like to know what that movie is. Uh, so maybe you and I can confer after the show. Okay. But the movie that I'm talking about is Batman Forever. Oh. Uh, what? Was she in that? What was she? Uh, Nicole Kidman sexes things up a little, brackets surprisingly, because she sizzles uh, like a sausage uh, opposite like a sausage opposite Val Kilmer in Batman Forever um, and Drew Barrymore embarrasses herself playing a pointless role because she is one of two essentially sexist malls that accompany Tommy Lee Jones when he plays Two-Face I think that she plays the angelic side mm-hmm. Uh, with blonde hair she plays Sugar the angelic side meanwhile somebody dresses up all goth and plays uh, I guess like sour or yeah, something sweet and sour um, spice no sorry Sugar and Spice yeah. and plays on the opposite side so essentially Two-Face has got you know one X choice per night depending on which side okay. of his face he's agreeing he, with he's cheating yeah. um, he's asking the audience couple of other Quick, quick notes on this one. There was a good review which said, This movie has great action and humour. This film is a ride to watch. <laughs> okay. Is it what? A ride. This, it's, it's a ride to watch. This movie also has great sound and visual effects. Ollie, you'll love yeah. that. Okay. This, <laughs> the first time I saw this movie, I hated it. And then it grew on me, full stop. This movie had a lot of bad reviews, but I liked it any space way. <laughs> <laughs> Any space way. I thought this movie was better than Batman Returns. Full stop. Nah. So it's okay you know, to that's put, a good. Ian, it's okay to put a full stop at the end of a sentence. You don't need to read that out. Okay, I should have just come to a conclusion there. Well, that was a good review. <laughs> that's a good review. Was Val Kilmer the Batman with the nipples, or was that no? That was George, George Clooney. Okay. Question about Batman Forever. Go on. Is how long is it? Was it <laughs> what was? <laughs> Was it, it is it in meme form? Was it based on uh, Batman's early toilet graffiti at school? <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Like, fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like a Batman and like fucking Batman like forever, mate. Yeah, seven ever. Ma- okay. ma- man, gonna be Batman. Okay, film number two. Shoot. It's from 1997. Great. Okay. Street Fighter. Eyes wide shut. Okay, Ollie, is that your final answer? <laughs> no. Let, let me. I've not. I've not quoted the review Go. yet. But is that your final answer? Go. Okay. So this isn't actually a one star review. This is actually quite a glowing review. Uh, so here I go. Wow. I think Van Damme out 
Space did himself on this one. Before you watch this movie, you have to prepare yourself for non non-stop action. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean non-stop. I know what this is. Unnamed co-star even has a couple of good one-liners, but not as good as Van Damme. The movie is probably one of the most entertaining masterpieces that the action genre has seen. Van Damme really puts his skills to work in this movie, and unnamed co-star 2 was cast perfectly in this movie, and his on-screen chemistry with Van Damme is just spectacular. A brilliant storyline, and Van Damme is good at the action, and he really brings the movie together. Yeah. The action scenes are like watching Michelangelo's David take shape, wow. and all you can do is stand in awe at its beauty. Van Damme is a man on a mission, and won't stop at anything <laughs> but his roller coaster ride of excitement, comma, laughter, comma, and adventure. The Oxford comma. You've got your laughter, comma. <laughs> yeah, I know what that. The, I think I know what that is. Can I give you my guess? Can Pete go no. for the guess first? Fine. Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> <laughs> Am I in the right ballpark? <laughs> I think you're maybe one year off, but yes, you're in the ballpark of the years discussed. Okay, cool. cool. I mean, had you listened to any of the quote, maybe you'd have shot higher. But that's a, that's a good guess for somebody who's film illiterate. Okay. So it's a one star review, so it's not a great one. No, no, no. This is a positive review. What's that? Uh, <laughs> it, I mean, it should have been clear from the description. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, that one in space. Uh, the way, <laughs> that one, uh, the way they drill into the meteor with Bruce Willis. Armageddon. Yeah. So you're guessing Armageddon with Bruce Willis for the movie uh, where the reviewer has quoted that it's Van Damme's uh, Michelangelo's David. Yeah, yeah he, could, he, could, he could have been in that. Uh, oh, um, the only other one I know uh, would be uh, Kickboxer. Is that right? <laughs> it's incorrect, but great, great attempt. Ollie, okay. what's your answer? Hard target. Oh, you thought you fucking knew it as well. Yeah, because it's an action masterpiece. It's John Woo. Oh, Ollie, I'm afraid that you're just off. It's double team. Ah. Including unnamed co-star one, Dennis Rodman yeah. of the Chicago Bulls. Rodders. An unnamed co-star two, Mickey Rourke yeah. plays the um, baddie. But it's nil-nil, right? It's nil-nil. I think the first person to a point wins. Film number three, I'll give you the year. I thought you were going to say, I'll give you a point. Hmm? I was going to say... <laughs> Pete, I want to give you a point. Ollie, Pete's won. <laughs> shall, shall we move on to our intermission? No, uh, okay, so this is from 1986. Picture the scene. It's two years before I was born. Cocoon. A better time. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Pete's going with Cocoon. Okay, so... Sucks. Just plain and simple. Sucks. No plot. No dialogue. And spawned too many equally rubbish movies and a television show. (laughs) (laughs) Now the rules say this has to have ten lines, but I can't even think of ten things to say about this movie apart from full stop. Acting dash sucked plot dashed sucked FX dash sucked accent dash sucked film as a whole question mark sucked right I think I would rather watch Boggy Creek 2 again (laughs) full stop 
or even a well-placed coaster movie. Now, I don't know what they mean by coaster movie. Do they mean a roller coaster movie like yours last week, Ollie, uh, which was Speed 3? No, when you put your coffee on. Yeah. Oh, okay, a coaster movie, a movie about uh, coffee... Uh, coffee table retainers. Co- yeah, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Or Kevin Coaster... Coastner? No, okay. <laughs> nice Next strong. line. Hell, hell, any a flick movies going spare to take the taste away question mark guess what dot 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 sucked this movie supped supped or sucked sucked oh right okay okay so shall I guess yeah police academy any of them that's that's a good guess Uh, Friday the 13th that had a TV series that was rubbish did it I never saw the Friday the 13th but it had nothing to do with Friday it was just called it was it released on um, Friday the 13th? Yeah, they or? could only have it. It, would, it took a long time to get the whole series out. Okay, so neither of you have got this, right? Unfortunately, it's nil, nil, nil. <laughs> what is it? It's, so go to Decider then, isn't it? It's Highlander. Highlander. Ugh. Highlander, uh, I'm afraid. Yeah, the and there was one... The one further uh, uh, quote. This is, bluntly, not one of sci-fi's finest hours... Leaden acting from uh, Christopher Lambert. Yeah. I, I actually put blank in there because I thought I might read it out. Silly production values, <laughs> brackets, espe- especially during the fight between Connery and Brown. That's just silly. <laughs> and totally over-the-top music all contribute to dragging this film to farce level. And, and that was Queen. Right. Yeah. Idiot. Um, okay. So, everyone ready for the final round in order to win a point? Yes. To may- maybe or maybe not be the winner. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Go. Of the f- of the. Can fir- we can we agree that if no one wins a point, I should win? Yeah. Because, okay, because participating was a, a big enough trial for Pete in the first place. It's enough. Okay, so it's from two thousand and eight. It's the most modern oh. movie of this quiz. I never thought that Van Damme gonna play a real movie. Full stop. No space. I thought he was an actor. Uh, in inverted commas. That makes movies only for people with low IQ or for someone who wants to just relax. After I read all good reviews here, I thought, hey, maybe that guy made a really good film. I was wrong, the film is terrible. You can say that joke. Really low budget, no story at all. Acting worse than cow. Worst than cow. (laughs) Just to reiterate that line. Acting worse than cow. Right. His really worst movie ever because isn't even typical action movie. I think that JCVD tried to fool people. Don't. Next line. Watch. Next line. It. I I think I know what it is and I think you actually just said the film title. So I'm going with the film JCVD. Pete, what are you going with? Uh, The only other one I know, which is... Pete, you um, could go for the same one if you want and we can both get a point and then you can win. Yeah, okay, cool. What were you going to say before JCBD? Uh, JCBE. <laughs> Live from Stoke, near the Alton Towers theme park, is it's the JCB Factory. <coughs> Come here and buy your JCB DVDs. Okay, so it is JCVD from 2008. It was a little bit too obvious, yeah, but so. it's one point apiece. <laughs> you guys have drawn. You're going to have to share your 2x roll of desserts, and when that's one again. each mm. when you meet Which again. Could be, could be quite soon, actually. In the flesh. Okay, let's, yeah. let's go to the intermission. 
Radio voice initiated. You can, I mean, you can reply to things like that if you want. That wasn't a question. Oh, no, but I mean, you, know, you have initiated your radio voice. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've changed it. Uh, okay, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. And I want them answered relatively quickly uh, because we've not got all the time in the world. But, I mean, it can be edited. It's just Ollie resents editing this, even though that's what he signed up for Just so alright well that was great uh, thanks very much I'll speak bye. to you another time bye okay what's the most recent film that you've watched and tell us a bit about it um, Trainspotting 2 oh yeah I saw that as well yeah I actually went to the cinema <laughs> to see it um, in Oban it has about 12 seats in the theatre yep I've seen uh, quite uh, I've seen Star Wars The Force Awakens in there before. Yeah. It was a little bit too intimate for that. Um, Yeah, there was a a guy in X-Men who was barping and you could... There was definitely a waft of barp. It wasn't wasn't great. uh, And there was was loads of adverts before and he was getting really annoyed. You could hear him going... And like muttering under his breath for, for all of the adverts. Okay. As if they're never usually there. But you were loving them. Yeah, I bought everything that I saw. <laughs> You're right, writing a list during the trailers to make sure yeah. you didn't forget. What did you think of Trainspotting? I really liked it. I thought it was good. I was Sorry, I mean T2 I Trainspotting. I mean T2 Trainspotting. T2, yeah. I went into it a bit kind of with a bit of a negative outlook. Trepidation. Because I just thought, sequel, not going to be good. Don't get hopes up. But I did actually really enjoy it. Yeah, I did as well. I thought it was good. It was quite sad. Yeah, it makes you think, because like, it came out in 96. I probably watched it like close to 2000-ish. Like, I didn't watch it when I was seven or whatever, but um, yeah. I watched it probably about 2010. And because it's been quite a long... Uh, sorry, 2000. Because it's been quite a long time since it, you can't help but um, think about the time that's actually passed as well. Yeah, um, I no, think, it has been a long time since I watched the first one too. No, I thought it was good. It didn't uh, make me leave in like anger about how they'd like ruined the whole thing. Ruined it, yeah. Ruined. Okay, yeah. Um, what's your favourite film? Favourite film? Mm, I usually say With Nell Knight or Manhunter. Okay. I know that's two, but they're so, like stock two. So you say that's what you usually say, but... What are you saying today? <laughs> well, it depends on what we're doing. Today it will be Manhunter. Excellent. By Michael Mann. Is that okay? Do I win? Yeah, no, I, that's correct. Thank you. Um, you don't win 2x roller desserts, but you are allowed what? to continue answering questions. Right, okay. Um, it's a start. Why, why do you like Manhunter? I mean, I don't know much about cinematography, but to me, it's pretty amazing. I just get quite wrapped up in it. I mean, I did think... He's so serious. I like his bandy legs as well. Yeah. Um, He's quite intense. I kind of buy into that a bit. I thought that basically your response to why do you like it, I thought that that was going to be because it's fucking magic. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact that you... Well, I'm trying to put a bit more thought into it. Okay. But also... Because it's fucking magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. Bandy legs and uh, 
magicianry. Uh, yeah, but I feel like the second best bit. Okay, uh, popcorn. Y slash n question mark or yes or no? I'm a bit of a fence in this one. I love it, but it's quite annoying to eat. Yeah. Start with good intentions, end up choking to death. Yeah, I agree. I think. I like that. I think it's shit, yeah. Maybe I do start with good intentions with it as well. When I start eating it, I'm like, yeah, that's that's all right. I quite like this. And then get into it and it just becomes more of an annoyance. Yeah. And if you eat a whole tub of it, your mouth gets sore. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, not I, worth it. Can I'm, I ask you a question? Go on. Uh, sweet or salted? Um, neither because I'm currently in a long game battle with Ollie saying that basically popcorn's total shit um, <laughs> and I won a Twitter voting poll um, that all legitimate people answered and nobody logged into other accounts to vote on my behalf um, <laughs> so I can't say I like uh, sweet or uh, salted because that would be admitting that I like popcorn and actually I don't okay some the other day and it was actually quite nice so I'll ask the audience it was apple and, apple and cinnamon though so oh interesting because Ollie uh, had cinnamon popcorn at the picture house near me and he had an allergic reaction and had to go home to Coventry a day early or like a couple hours early it's meant to do that oh were you loving that <laughs> Yeah, it's meant to do that. It gives you a dizzying high as well. <laughs> it's definitely popcorn. Well, that's what they told me. Cool. Uh, Ollie can edit out the bit where you said you actually quite like it. Um, <laughs> so I hate, I hate it. I hate it. Good. Great. Uh, what's your life score right now? It's life out of, score? It's out of 10. You can ten. score at zero if you really want to. What's the highest you've ever given? Well, I did go with 15. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but I've had to retract that uh, and make it an eight, just so that it was one better than Ollie rather than double yeah. better than Ollie. So I think it, I think no, I've gone ten at Christmas. I went ten at Christmas time. That's because Christmas is great. Yeah. Well, I will find then. If I say eight, then I don't feel like I'm being such a braggart. Okay. Um, what's what's going on that's making you an eight? Well, today it was a good day. Went for a walk. It was sunny. Finally decided that I'm going to go on holiday next month. Yeah, I may have heard this on the grapevine, and the grapevine's called Twitter. Yeah, going to Portugal. Well, apparently we've not booked it yet. Okay. So that's pretty good. That's about it, really. Okay, cool. But I'm feeling pretty pumped about that. So pumped! All right, we got well, one Portugal more question. Portugal are famous for their custard tarts. I only found this out the other day. Ooh. So th- that's the main reason. Can I recommend something to you and listeners is to watch Travel Man with Richard Iwade, Um because he eats the custard tarts in, uh, I believe, Lisbon. Um, yes! And he says that they're amazing, they look amazing. I had one in a Portuguese place in London, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty good, but I've never had them from... Um, Lisbon. Oh, see, that'll be me. That's going to be me. But Travel Man's great. He goes away on holiday with lots of funny people, and on that one, I think he's away with Adam Buxton. So you should watch it on uh, 4OD or all four. Yeah, I need to see that. Uh, okay, wild card question. Last one. You're being attacked by three swans. You can summon a power on command to take them on. Is it an upgrade to the perfect human ear, but only for one ear, or Highly strengthened ribs. Uh, 
So what was it? A, a really good ear? Yeah, the perfect human ear, but only one. I don't really know what to do with that. <laughs> is the ear, so the ear could be, is it in terms of hearing, like you can hear them coming so you could just leg it, or are you already being attacked by them? You're in the midst of being attacked by them. This is literally, I mean, I'd say it's just a cosmetic thing to get the ear. Like a big elephant ear so you could flap them off. I said the perfect human ear, but, I mean, you take yeah, this where you want to go. maybe nobody's got a perfect human ear and the perfect one's actually close to an elephant. <laughs> and what, that you'd be able to flap it enough to Yeah, like make a, one go. big swoosh and they go flying. Or you could just have strong ribs and you'd be able to take it for a bit longer. I don't know. I once got rid of my signet and that was all right. <laughs> So, and that it was, was a fine. surprise attack in Gerlochy. <laughs> I would go for the ear. I'm going to go for the ear because it's it's a secret fantasy of mine to have a, a giant ear. Okay, I mean it's the unlikely choice, but it's the one you've gone for. Well, oh, pretty... even strong ribs, you're still going to get your skin picked. That's true. So you've gone for the ear. Yeah, I'm going for the ear. I'm Damn afraid right. that's the wrong answer. The, the obvious choice. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Um, if you were to make the dramatic journey, and this is a this is a uh, important point, the dramatic journey to go uh, see a movie the full hour away in Oban uh, mm-hmm. from your hometown. I don't know if I can manage that. You know what again. would it be for? Change what I'm doing again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, cool. Uh, La La Land, whatever it's called, because that sounds so shit. (laughs) Are you not up for that? I don't know. I've just seen, I've literally seen a picture and a part of a trailer, and it's called La La Land, so kind of alarm bells are ringing. (laughs) Apparently people love it, but I don't (laughs) know. Uh, yeah, yeah, alarm bells are going off for La La Land for me. I actually yeah, saw like it. Yeah, like a Silent Hill kind of siren. Yes. Something oh, bad's yeah. going to happen. That siren's really creepy. I can think of it in my mind now. Well, it's been uh, wicked having you on. Thanks for listening to the show every week because I know you listen to it all the time. Um, solidarity. In, in solidarity. <laughs> Um, support the fallen Um, and yeah uh, maybe have you back to answer more questions another time or maybe not if you'll have me right that's fine the other thing is I kind of forgot at the start to say it's you the viewer so I'm just going to say that again this is you the viewer and this week uh, we have Rachel hi Rachel hello okay cool that's perfect I'm sure that won't be too confusing for Ollie to re-edit. <laughs> Ollie, the start is near the end, but you don't put it right at this. Live score. How are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of ten. Live score. Pro- probably like a, a four. Okay, so we're covering live scores, Ollie, but... Uh, in the last couple of episodes, we've been interjecting listener life scores in. Yeah. Do you want to chat about that? Uh, yeah, well, we just, you know, we just thought it would be, uh, well, it was my idea, as most things are. Um, Incorrect. Well, mostly correct. 
yeah, so basically, we, we just thought it was a nice idea to get people involved. Depends on your definition, mostly. Hey, look, it's a nice idea to get you know to get people involved. Uh, people do actually believe it or not, listen to us. Um, what? Yeah, people do listen. We have we Your have blood. had feedback. <laughs> mostly, mostly that Ian seems quite aggressive. <laughs> Is that the feedback? A couple of people have said you you seem quite aggressive. Yeah. Why why is why is that feedback not made its way to me? <laughs> I don't believe it. Tell me who it is, I'll punch him in that face. <laughs> Oi Ollie, I wish you fucking told me that before. You oh you such a Ollie, you such a prick. You fucking seen it. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Yeah, so um thanks to everyone who's got involved and like seriously if you you know, if you just basically the only requirement is that you listen to the show and you wanna be on it. <laughs> That's it. I, myself, myself or Ian will give you a call. You can be in America. If you want a less aggressive call, then uh, yeah. speak to well, Ian Smith. Yeah, if you He's want to listen, your yeah. uh, dulcet-toned Scotsman friend that will chat to anybody. Yeah. Press two for less aggressive. <laughs> Press three for Coventry. Or one for Ian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Ollie. Yeah. What's your life score, buddy? I hate to be making it Shit. well being coasting all this time but I've just been I've been really busy correct I haven't had a lot of time to really think or do anything um, so nothing's particularly what, what's changed from normal well nothing everything's you seem like an unthinking man I'm a, a your classic textbook seven so I, cool original seven so last week on the podcast Rosie had gone to a karate competition so she didn't get any medals but what she did say was that she's been moaning at me about the referees she's been saying yeah. that she got loads of punches in and that they, they didn't count and that the shadow referee was like counting them and saying like <laughs> they're legit but then the main referee was just like nah mate she's got this conspiracy theory that there's a that there was a girl <laughs> that there was a girl there and every time she fought her granddad who like does a bit of the the referee in herself would always referee those fights and let her win. <laughs> so she's like, sorry, her granddad would referee the fights herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a granddad or a grandma? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, let let me explain it again. I, I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, but Ian, from the top, what what I've noticed from editing the podcast is that you never you, you're either unwrapping something, eating something, typing, or scratching. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised that you don't know what I'm talking about. But so Ollie, here, here's the deal. Pete looked at me completely bemused by your karate story because he wasn't on last week's episode. So uh, when you said you're usually unwrapping, eating, drinking, or you know typing something, yeah. I was typing down uh, Rosie Ollie's daughter karate. Right. Um, so that Pete could understand Pete, what but, you're but, Pete, I have can a, I just I have a daughter. Can I just dip in yeah. there that um I guess that that's what you were talking about. I had the confused face because you you were talking about a shadow referee which really intri- <laughs> which really intrigued me. Yeah. I thought like like a fourth dimension kind of it's like uh, a third umpire. 
spirit guide, <laughs> the intriguing who has the final right. say <laughs> yeah. whether you go to heaven or or hell. You have to you have to enter the shadow realm to get his opinion. Yeah, I mean, he did a lot for charity, but he didn't make it past the shadow referee. <laughs> <laughs> to hell with you. Yeah. So, but basically, Rosie's got a conspiracy theory that there was a girl that was fighting there and every time that she was doing one of her fights her granddad would referee the fight that she was taking part in and let her win that ain't right mate yeah that ain't right so she's like she's fully she's fully clued up with all the you know what's going on she's aware so yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it is interesting uh, eyes in the back of her head but yeah um, I'm really yeah I was just very proud of her uh, taking part I would have wimped out of that sort of thing when I was little so you know proud moment uh, so yeah I'm a like, sev- classic seven nothing else has really been happening so uh, so so not so not that proud <laughs> you're proud but you're only a seven proud well I haven't, but I haven't, I haven't seen I haven't seen her so uh, I've only really heard about it over the over the phone I mean, I, I can only be so. When you do see her, she's going to be like, "Look, Dad, here's how it went down." Yeah, and then she's going to she's going to tell you all about the conspiracy theory. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you, do you think that Rosie sits in the uh, Daniel Larusso winning in Karate Kid uh, One camp, or the Jean Claude Van Damme uh, non-contact junior amateur karate champion before he was a film star? Rosie would argue that Danny Larusso never should have won that competition because he did an illegal move to win it. Correct. What the crane? Yeah. 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 Illegal Spoiled move. Me. Illegal head kick. Should Spoiled should be me. fully yeah. in that camp. So yeah. So she's clued up, which is good. Um, Pete, what's your life score? <laughs> Pete. <laughs> I think it's like an eight and a half. Wow. Like, it's good. Wow. It's good. uh, But I think it, uh, in fact, I would say it's really good, but it's just been tainted uh, uh, (laughs) by the journey here. The journey's just been a nightmare. So it was meant to be a smooth, seamless transition from Stockholm to London um, a seamless transition <laughs> on, on one city to another well, well using seat. my time knife I, I booked, cut my way booked um, both express trains at both ends were um, less than express uh, well they, they were actually the only thing that stood up to external scrutiny um, it, it was it was the whole th- flighting experience that um, dragged on and then crossed town to get here so by the time I got here I was keenly aware I was late late to podcast I was um, holding holding you two good gentlemen up and that really got me down you know so it got me into an eight and a half which is still one more than you're proud of uh, Rosie yeah so you need to be but like what, what I would say is that is that I'm I'm just generally uh, at a seven anyway, so you know. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Generous seven. Yeah. yeah, fair one. Okay, Ian. Listen, usually I bugger about and talk shit. Yeah, Tommy. Three um, anecdotes. <laughs> no, I mean I Here's have an anecdotes, but you know what? <laughs> Overall, I'm fine. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm an eight. Why? Eight, eight. You're not going to flesh that out at all. Do, do you need me to... F- Just give us a little bit. <laughs> Farewell to the okay. flesh. Give us a little bit of flesh. Okay, so I'm going to put flesh on the bones and then we'll say farewell to it 
I've been to see Train Spotting. I told you this last week. I Ollie, yep. I'm still riding high from seeing Train Spotting. Yeah, because you did mention so, it on the last podcast. Seriously, it may not uh, to to some people that uh, you not get anything out. Can you? Can we edit this? Yeah. To some people, this may not apply, right? But to the people that it actually does have an affecting uh, level of influence on, then like and share. Like, share if you agree. Genuinely, it's kind of stuck. It's stuck around with me because it's made me kind of evaluate, like you know, t- the way that time passes. All sorts of, uh, mate, I've had a fuck. I've had a wicked one since I watched Train Spotting. I will say that I also watched La La Land. Hmm. It la la let me down a little bit, but it's still very good. It's still very entertaining. I think like the one thing overall. Like, I mean, it's been massively hyped. Blah blah blah. It's it's going to be difficult for it to blow people away when people are constantly telling you this is going to blow you away. Yeah, yeah. But um, the one thing that pissed me off a little bit was that the scene that everyone keeps talking about, where they have um, stopped off an overpass in LA, where usually there would be like lots and lots of traffic yeah. passing through and you know they've stopped that and they've got this big like, like dancing right yeah. um, the problem I had with that is it opens with that and you could barely understand any of the lyrics was it like Cannibal like, Corpse I, uh, no I mean it was close to Cannibal Corpse in terms of legibility right but like it was Unless they were doing like, oh yeah, we're going to go with like the live take, so we'll just go with what sounded like okay on the day. I uh, like by well, the are end they of singing it, in American. They are singing in three uh, X American. That's why you don't understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't understand it because I'm three X Scottish. Now, like they just they went through like this massive song and dance, and it was literally a song and dance. But until the very last line, I didn't know that they were saying just another sunny day or something. And I was like, mm, well, what's the point? And the, the rest of the movie was great. But as an intro, I was like, oh, am I going to like this or not? I'm just going to be massively disappointed. Anyway, that was yeah. my take on La La Land. But I'm still riding high from train spotting. Overall, life's good. I'm going to go with an eight. You should have gone, gone with if it. you wanted to see a musical. You should have gone and seen Moana with the Rock. You can understand everything they say in that, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Four X. Okay, well I will. I will. I'm up for it. Yeah. The Wana. Moana. Moana. It's the latest. Uh, Mona. Moana. Moana. Disney. Disney. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. Disney. Disney. Yeah, I'm Disney well up for that. Mata. I will go check it out. Disney Mata. Mmm. <laughs> Ollie. Yeah. My life score is going to remain at an 8, but any other week it would have been docked a 0.5 based on your fucking terrible behaviour. What terrible behaviour? Okay. Naughty boy. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Same way that uh, when we discussed going to see uh, the John Carpenter live music show. Oh, yeah. Your ability to organise your personal time is extremely poor so when you went off to see that with buddies in the Midlands that I couldn't come and see uh, the show with it it resonates now with me that essentially the same things happened where you've made plans with friends in the Midlands that you can't change even though you specifically agreed to come and watch the Paul Verhoeven 3X sci-fi movie extravaganza at the Prince of Charles uh, Prince Charles Cinema Prince of Charles Cinema in London and I'm going to have to go watch that tomorrow just go on Tinder and but you've ruined it 
man slash woman. Man slash woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, a look, gender fluid. Don't, ge- let, don't let us choose. Yeah. Gender juice. You choose. And I hereby apologise. Yeah. Well, at least that's on record. Next. Forex deep dive. Think I'll probably double check that. Okay. Ollie, you ready to deep dive? I'm already in the Farty Submersible. Pete, are you in the Farty Submersible? Count me in. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he's, he's been counted in, but I mean, he's not engaged. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm coming down. Shall I close the hatch, or is there more people to get in? It's only a one. <laughs> it's only a one-man submersible, so you know it's going to be a squeeze. <laughs> So have we each got our own? No, no, no. We're just all going to have to go down in the one. We're all on top of one another. Fucking everyone Fart- take it in farting. turns to take our breath. Yeah. <laughs> farting plus zero rations. Yeah. Cool. We're 200 metres down and now we're closing the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> this week's Forex Deep Dive is on JCVD, who I've been really awkwardly trying to get the uh, four-letter acronym out for. Yeah. Um JCVD Jean-Claude Van Damme is the Van Daminator yeah he's the muscles from Brussels yeah or the singular muscle with Brussels sprouts yeah is Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah it is so that but this is chapter one now I feel like there's a lot of space and room to breathe within this subject yeah so we're going to cover, as far as I know, the early years. Okay. So I mean, we're we're going to follow up. We we did Sigalathon. We tried to get through some of his more recent movies. We didn't really cover off anything like Under Siege. We should go back to Sigalathon and do Sigalathon. I distinctly remember Marathon mention, too. Mentioning the uh, the topless woman in the cake for yeah. Under Siege. So um, it was covered. Yeah, I think but we're good. we're building in contingency with John Claude Van Damme because we know it's got leg room. What does that mean? It's yeah, got legs. He's, he's got, got legs. a lot of material, or he doesn't have a lot. of material. He has a lot of legs. <laughs> he's a multi-leg. Sure, okay. Yeah. He's a multi-legman, and he can split them right in half. Understood. <laughs> Ollie, here's yeah. a couple of things. Right, so I've got um, a couple of little bits that I can go through here. What I'd like to do is just some general factoids about Jean Claude Van Damme. Okay. Would you like to know some facts about Jean Claude Van Damme? No. Sure. Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> okay. So, do you know his real name? No. Pete, would you like to guess what his real name is? <sighs> Gerard. Single name. Oh. Like Madonna. Ger- um, Ger- <laughs> Gerard. Gerard. Damn. His real full name is Jean-Claude Camille Francois Van Varenberg. Wow, that doesn't mm. roll off the tongue. No, What's the acronym for that? J-C-C-F-V-V. <laughs> J-C-C-F-V-V. It's actually quite... I mean, that's actually still quite good. J-C-C-F-V-V. You've got more chance of saying that than the other one. J-C-V-D, yeah. Now, here's here's a factoid, Ollie, that I wonder whether you actually knew. Do you have any factoids on Jean-Claude Van Damme before I get into this one and you you claim that you knew it up front? Well, I've got a little bit. Okay. Mostly mostly filmography and first noted appearance, things like that. Okay. He doesn't know then. Here's one. Yeah. That I've picked up. Okay. okay. Source. You found, equal- did you find it? Did you find it in a bag in a in the woods? Well, source equals uh, Wikipedia. Okay. 
So I'll cite Wikipedia on this. Van Damme worked for director John McTiernan mm. for the 1987 film Predator as an early, brackets, eventually abandoned version of the titular Alien yeah. before being removed and replaced by Ken Peter Hall. Did you know that he was the guy in the suit for the Predator? I d- I, well, I knew, I knew that they, they tested him for it, yeah. Right, okay. Well, I mean, it was good yeah, that when I, I asked you, did you know that fact? And you didn't offer Did you know any interesting facts? And then you didn't provide any. And then when I provided this one, you claimed to know it. I think <laughs> well, so. Well, you know, I can say whatever I want. I think you know, the listeners that, that, are taking that as being aggressive, Ian. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll probably be... Uh, it's time to back off. <laughs> yeah, feedback on your aggression levels. <sighs> sure, okay. <laughs> so, talking about aggression levels... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> since two thousand and nine. That sounds like a good film, actually. Is that one of his? Is that one of JCVD's? <laughs> what aggression talking, level? Talking Talk about, about aggression levels. Uh, aggression. No, Talk just about. just a film called Aggression Levels. It, it's it's like um, uh, Jack Nicholson and uh, Rob, not Rob Schneider. Uh, Rob Brydon. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler in Anger Management. Yeah. Let's talk about aggression levels. <laughs> That's going to be my first feature movie. <laughs> oh, Ollie, are you yeah. shuffling A4 pieces of paper with HTML links on them? He's <laughs> yeah, he's a definite shuffler. <laughs> yes. yeah. Shuffleman. Uh, okay, yeah. so here's my last fact. Since 2009, Van Damme has been planning to make a comeback to fight former boxing Olympic gold medalist Somluk Kamsing. The fight was a focal point in his ITV reality SLKS, show. SLKS, yeah. Sorry? SLKS. It's okay, yeah. What's that? Is that his, is that his abbreviation, is it? Or? No, Somluck is one word and Kamsing is one word. It's just SK. It doesn't sound ah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's not even scary. Big SK. <laughs> not even yeah. scary. Oi, mate, you seen that big SK? Fucking. Fucking. Wonder what up for that man. The fight was a focal point in his ITV reality show Jean-Claude Van Damme, colon, behind closed doors. The fight has been repeatedly postponed with many critics <laughs> doubting it will occur especially due to the difficulty of booking the venue. So like, like you know, all you need to do is book a town hall and then <laughs> get two men to fight in it. Like, people are like, ah oh, nah mate. Too oh, difficult to organise. You know what? These guys will never fight because they don't have a place to do the fighting in. Am I right? Between, between Harvest Festival Christmas and Easter, you got no chance. They're never going to book a hall. No way. No way. I, I'm yeah, quite that, interested that, in your co- comment on his colon. Yeah. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, like, the the one thing that I, I didn't like about his TV show, which is the colon behind closed doors, <laughs> you could never you could never see him. No, you could, <laughs> you could never really get a good look at his colon. <laughs> Large or small, uh, it's it's good. It's good that now Amazon have uh, greenlit Jean Claude Van Damme. A good look at his colon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so those those on, are on plate glass. One night with Jean Claude Van Damme's colon. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Ollie, we know that Jean Claude Van Damme has now got some sort of renaissance of uh, self reference and like irony and all that sort of bullshit right yeah but this this 4x deep dive is gonna on that is gonna specifically go into his past right so may i kick us off with narrative archetype number one 
Sure. Wherein I'll describe the movies that he has always been in up until the point where video on demand was the thing that changed all of it and then he got guns and everything was different. I, I, I don't, gonna talk I don't about... understand what that means. What does that mean? So it means I'll go through what every movie he was in when he first broke his way into the movie industry. I'll go through the archetypal story okay. of every movie for the first few years. Okay. How Understood. far are you going back? From uh, the start. Right to the start, besides Monaco Man. Bugwinning. Monaco, Monaco Forever. Street Monaco from, Forever, correct. Street from yeah. where, where he played Gay Karate Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, I watched the trailer to that today and it was just fucking mental. So like it's a student art project. That, that it's not reasonable for gay people to practice karate. No, I'm saying that the movie is very confused about why a character shouldn't have a name but instead be called Gay Karate Man. What? That's the way he's listed on IMDb. Gay Karate Man. Are you sure this didn't happen since Brexit? (laughs) No. Listen, it's kind of similar to how like you'd have like biker number one and things like that so it's not his actual he was not the center point of the story no although he did manage to crack off a bunch of like uh turning back kicks on some guy like round reverse roundhouse kicks on like some man who got in a lovely le mans style car and from that you were supposed to be able to deduce his sexual orientation he he did put the his hand on the leg of a straight man. Okay, and that was and Ollie that was in Predator. the trailer, right? For Predator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on, so let's move in. Video. Let's move into the depth dive. Okay, so I'm going to kick us off with the archetypal story of a Jean Claude Van Damme film um, from the early days, right? So the I days. wish you'd I wish you'd do it rather than just carry on saying that that's what you're going to do. And what, what I will do next is <clears throat> okay. An inciting incident takes place, forcing normally pacifist fighter JCVD to make a difficult decision. After battling his conscience, he decides to take action by taking on the bad guys. Doesn't matter who they are, but even though he's a pacifist normally, he decides taking them on is more important than standing back and doing nothing. Fair one, good lad. Yeah. Before he can take on the proper bad guys... There's a setback or a series of hurdles. During this period, he either trains literal or hurdles. Uh, yeah, there could be literal hurdles. Okay. He take so there's a setback or a series of hurdles. During this period, he either trains or battles lesser opponents. Like mini mini bosses. Mini which, bosses, which is a form of training. Which is a form of training. He's <laughs> training by beating up the menial bad guys. Streets of rage, where you've got to beat up 20 dudes with the blue vests on before you can get to the guy juggling the knives end of level boss style yeah correct for those who actually play video games or did back when back when you were a Wayne so this is usually this period where he's not taking on the final bad guys but he's uh, either training or working his way through the field of menial bad guys is usually accentuated by him doing the A-OK or perfect hand gesture 
Okay. So that's oft, often used by divers. You know when they're when when they're down below and somebody says, "Do you have enough air?" and they do, "A okay." They're all like, "Yeah, fine." Right. Jean Claude Van Damme's favorite thing is to fall back to the A okay hand gesture. This signifies during or after he's kicked someone's a hole. So he's Cone. not kicking. He's kicking colons for a little while. It may or may not be part of a uh, montage. But when he does the AOK, it signifies that progress is being made. Because <laughs> yeah. in, in this montage, he can be kicking a-holes for the entirety of it. But for the first while, you might think, is he kicking enough a-holes? How much progress is being made? And then eventually, when he kicks enough a-holes, and then he does the AOK hand gesture, you're like, all you right. know. He's kicked enough a-holes. In game terms again, just to go back to games... That could be like your game taunt, your taunt button in, so in like, a wrestling game. If you if you like kicking a load of ass and you've got a bit of space, you can press the taunt button to do the AOK sign, and then you get a little bit of health or stamina back, and then you can carry a back on kicking colons. <laughs> carry a back on kicking colons. Okay. Yeah. Carry I... on kicking colons. If you're not seen that film, <laughs> you like. Yeah. It's one of the classics. It's yeah. the classic British farce. Yeah. Your colon's on the floor. Ooh, matron! <laughs> oh, matron. He's kicking colons. Um, okay, Behind so... Behind closed doors. Then, the stakes are raised in the final battle. What he's travelled towards, and, and you have a vague idea of where he's going for the entirety of the movie, right? So he's always been after this goal, right? But then suddenly, the stakes are raised... Well, more than more than they already were. Where the antagonist changes the rules. So I put Shit. brackets. Threaten to kill a loved one. Oh, yeah. De- declare to fight a battle to the death. Which, bear in mind that usually Jean-Claude Van Damme is a pacifist. So if, if it goes from being a fight where I can prove I'm better than you to a fight where I have to prove I'm better than you by killing you, then he's got problems with that. He's on the fence, yeah. He's Mor- on, he, morally... He's morally on the fence, but he's physically ready to kick your <laughs> button. He's, he's physically <laughs> ready to ready to give the AOK sign. He's he's physically ready to AOK everything, but morally morally he'll look into the middle distance. Ian, I can't believe you just used the C word. You can bleep it, but please use the phrase. But just bleep it. Oh, did you? Use, okay. Did you? Did you use the? Uh... But. As well as threaten to kill a loved one, and he decla- just used the B word. Declare to fight a battle to the death. There's, there's also but. the other, the other one, which is that whilst he he doesn't know what's going on, they've raped his loved one. What is that? That's not a regular feature in his films. This is an archetype, Pete. It's happened in more than one movie. Really? Correct. Yeah. Really? So. Now, now this this changes the scene because everybody, oh, who, everyone who's following him and rooting for him, then thinks that he's so angry about what's gone down that he can no longer take part in the final competition, the final showdown, in a way where his head is screwed on correctly. He's he's in a rage. A- any yeah. any any clear-headed man would want to kill the other person but what you're suggesting is he keeps a cool head and that was Robert Kilroy Silk with 
<laughs> keeps a cool head. Oh, you're telling head. me that he needs to keep a cool head? so the final showdown is completed when it you know it takes place whatever's gone on before doesn't matter so much because he's ultimately going to take on whoever the uh, uh, aggressor is the the uh, antagonist is going to be there he'll fight him final showdown is completed when he performs a reverse roundhouse house kick to the face of the opponent often photographed in slow motion and Three we all, times. We all know that. Repeated three times. Photographed or videoed. I mean, you can call it photographed if you're a cinematographer. I wasn't being pedantic. I was just, I was just wondering because I've not seen it. Anyway. Was I aggressive there? Yeah. This often flies in the face of the martial art that he's actually supposed <laughs> to be trained in. So, so, so Jean Claude Van Damme will supposedly be a karate man or right. a kickboxer man. Or yeah. a Muay Thai man. But he will right. always complete the final showdown with a reverse roundhouse kick and then a slow motion facial which says, Ah! I think the official title for that form is Slapmonger. <laughs> Slapmonger. He's an like if you if you do mixed martial arts, you're a slapmonger. Yeah. So what yeah. I will say is, if any of those elements are weak, right? So people know up front that all of those things were going to happen between like 1981 and seven, right? Those were going to be the things that are in the Jean Claude Van Damme film, right? So we're talking no retreat, no surrender, kickboxer. What else? What else? Uh, Cyborg. The Quest. Universal Soldier. Was he in that? Did you ever see The Quest? No, no. He takes on about seven or eight different people who have different martial arts skills. So, like a sumo wrestler, a Scottish guy who basically like is just an he's angry well man. Aggressive. Yeah, he's yeah. just well aggressive. And 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 John Claude Van Damme, I think, beats him by grabbing his balls because he's wearing a kilt when he fights. And my question about uh, Universal Soldier: Universal Soldier is not part of this. That's later. I'm afraid it doesn't fit this archetype. And that, but that's a good but point. That's what I was so asking. That's a good point. This doesn't the fit the film, I've but it does fit. Him in it. Kickboxer, the Quest, Bloodsport, and Lionheart. Now, Ollie. Yeah. Final point here is that if any of the bits that I've just described are weak, so so if the script writing is bad for any of the things that I've said, yeah. Then all you need to do is insert a montage which includes him stretching to achieve the splits now in the story he may not have already been able to do that and then he achieves it during the movie so he's nearly there nearly there and then he gets right. there or he's already there and he meditates whilst he's doing the splits or he does the splits in an exotic location so either underwater <laughs> on two trees between two trees underwater does that actually, is that an actual that's an actual thing it's in kickboxer or he's on like a Thai temple or something like that so that will always paper the cl- the cracks or the clacks of a bad Jean-Claude Van Damme film so that's my Jean-Claude Van Damme archetypal movie script number one okay is there a number two that's another episode oh thank Christ <laughs> we made it <laughs> Um, can I offer some thoughts on that? Yeah. No. So, um, I've not seen any of, uh, of the films within that region, but I have seen Universal Soldier, so, um... Go on. 
Yeah, no, I can't really remember it. But <laughs> he did it. He did a lot of kicking. I think, even as a soldier, which you would have thought he'd probably um, probably use a weapon. But weapon man. He cho- he chose. I think he actively chose to do a lot of kicking. Ollie, do you know what year that Universal Soldier was in? It would have been like ninety four. Really, that late? I think the sequels came out that time. Right. I'll, uh, anyway, look. I'll look it up. What have you got well, on was, Van Damme? I was just going to read you the um, plot summary for No Retreat, No Surrender. Go on. This is his He's... first big role. Eighty six. He played Ivan Krichinsky, the Russian. So the plot, even though he was Belgian. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. These are, Ian. These are, these are actors. They can they can portray many a role. <laughs> Sean Connery has portrayed an American. He's 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 played a Spaniard in the Highlander. He's played a Spaniard. Yeah, they wear the mask. Yeah, so he's you know even Sean Connery, who makes no effort to put on a different voice, can embody other nationalities. Classic, classic Connery. Classic Connery. So classic Connery. Classic Connery. Ollie, do you do you know the name of Sean Connery's character in Highlander? Rab. Look, Jonathan. Rabbit Jonathan. I don't, you, I don't know. You know what's funny about Highlander is that a Scottish man plays a Spanish man in a film about Scottish men. Yeah. Where a French or Belgian man plays the Scottish man. But uh, Sean Connery's character name is Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. Wow. Okay. Is it Scottish man or is it Scotsman? Juan Sanchez Villalobos Scot- Ramirez. Is it not Scotsman? Not Scottish man. Scot- Only if they're flying. Okay. Scotchman. <laughs> flying. <laughs> if they're airborne, then. Only if you're a flying Scot- train or soutine. A, fly- a, <laughs> a flying Scottishman. Only if you're a flying train or soutine. So I wanted to read you the plot summary for No Retreat, No Surrender. So Jason Stillwell, a Bruce Lee fan. Is, is he featured- still. Vo- is he alright? <laughs> Very good, Ian. He will only drink still water <laughs> from a well. Ian, that was that was the one and only and best joke you've done this evening. <laughs> me, uh, me, I- Ian, Ian. Ah, uh, yeah, f- Ian. fair enough. Shut Ian. up. I thought I had a banger earlier. Yeah, yeah, you did. Proper good joke. Go. <laughs> Jason Stillwell, a Bruce Lee fan, is beaten numerous times <laughs> and trains from the ghost of. Bruce Lee. Ian, this sounds like some shit we'd come up with. <laughs> Jason then must use his newly acquired skills to, s- to save Seattle from a crime syndicate whose top martial artist is the Deadly Ivan. Deadly so, Ivan? Which is Jean-Claude Van Damme. This is no retreat, no, no surrender? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, just in case anyone was going to watch this with their kids. Nah. <laughs> Pete and I are not going to watch this with our kids Maybe, but, well, but I mean the, case, the listeners who may have kids should listen up just in case I was going to watch it with my kids I just need to remind myself why you can't Rosie um, will want to watch it for the tips on slap mongering yeah. <laughs> and um, knowing referees banter yeah. Bant. <laughs> um, Shoot, so sex, sex and nudity there is none but what? it's got an asterisk next to it Go so on. Asterisk normally so. means there is more. Go on. So Jason, who's the main character, who is being trained by the ghost of Bruce Lee, 
uses hip thrusts with RJ, who is another male character, which may appear to be homoerotic for today's viewers. Today's viewers? But the <laughs> yeah, viewers of yesteryear... <laughs> would have been none the wiser. Would have just thought it's a jolly good good laugh. Our, jolly, jolly good training session. Our, our perception has massively changed based on when this film has been viewed. There's some time. Exactly. I mean, if you want to watch this film without thinking that, no. not that it's a problem, but if you, if you want to go and watch it as intended... And go and watch it in 1986. Don't bring any of your 2016 banter to that viewing because you know you'll no. ju- you'll, you'll just come out of it thinking aloof things. Well, what, what's going on there? Although at the beginning of the film they won't tell you to turn your phone on silent, so yeah, you can you can almost certainly get away with so that. every cloud, silver lining, etc. Bloodsport, Ian. Yeah, go on. Have you seen Bloodsport? I have. Yeah. Is that an archetype film? Is that a Jean-Claude Van Damme um, must-beat-the-bad-guy archetype film? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it falls into the one where he doesn't really want to fight, he's just practising the martial art. Then he gets involved in a competition where there's no way out of just getting involved. And so then there's no, there's no retreat. No surrender. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I get you. Um, yeah. Uh, so, 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 very soon after Archetype One, Jean Claude Van Damme moved on to uh, movies where he was wielding a gun. Right. Type Two. Gun. Right. Gunman. So he'd shoot a bunch of people, and then inevitably, like everyone would run out of bullets, and then he'd have to do Error. like a. He'd have to do like the reverse uh, roundhouse kick to like f- like finish off the bad guy. Makes yeah. sense, yeah. Right. So, but he very quickly moved on from just like the tournament style martial arts movies to you yeah. know other stuff. You brought up this week with me, Cyborg, right? Uh huh. Now, Cyborg, I saw, aka known in Brazil as Cyborg, the Dragon of the Future. Carry on. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to bring up, actually, was all the also-known-as-es. Yeah, they're good. Cyborg actually scared the shit out of me when I was younger because the bad guy is big, he's formidable, he has contact lenses that make him seem otherworldly. Right. Ah. And he's named after a guitar. He's named after a guitar. He's not Gibson Rickenbacker, but he's, you know, something gnarly. Pete, I've got to tell Pete this. and, and. Shoot. viewers you can you can listen in and, and hear this as well if you if you want um people who are chained to a radiator as discussed the other week yeah. you're gonna have to listen to it i'm afraid there is yeah. there is no way just, yeah um just count count the railings or something yeah um so in this film directed by albert pun which in a way sounds like pun i suppose sure um, pion. Name pion, pion. Character- yeah how old are you, Ian? He ne- he ne- don't don't know. Star ask. Wars. <laughs> um, okay, so he named his characters after guitars. <laughs> so your main man is called Gibson Rickenbacker. There's another man called Fender <laughs> Fender Tremolo. There's another man called. Marshall Strat <laughs> and then he he breaks the formula a little bit here with another man called Pearl Prophet. Uh, Pearl is obviously uh, drums. 
No, is Pearl, it? Pearl Prophet yeah. uh, actually is the... Uh, it's a woman though, right? She's the cyborg that he's chasing Oh, sorry, after, another right? woman. Yeah. Another woman. So may- maybe the women are different instruments in your classic yeah. 80s sexist manner. They're banging yeah. drums while men are doing mad solos and being, Down you know, loving the themselves. Yeah. On this movie, when I first watched it, I was way too young to watch it. It is an 18. I believe it's still a BBFC 18 all these years later. When they don't when they don't take out three minutes of violence from it. Yeah. There's a lot of sex. There's three X fucks. And I don't know whether that's sexual activity or whether it's uh, language. Full penetration. It's... There's three X fucks. The one thing that scared me a lot, and it's similar to Terminator. I watched it way too young. Sure. Mm. Far three young, right? But similar to Terminator in that the bad guy just had absolutely no, like, remorse for anybody he was just going to kill everybody he didn't give a shit nay fox given he was and just ready to kill anybody had no rules right? yeah now cyborg is fantastic for that reason it's ingrained in my mind because it was so dark and that stuck in my mind because he was such a bad man right yeah but i have a couple of notes regarding the cyborg movie right so here are the names of the movie in other countries. Sure. Okay. Shoot. So, the working title in the United States was Slinger. What does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? You tell me. Uh, it's like someone who... Fro- it's a pro- like professional thrower, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you can fling out, then you can fling things. Um, sling them. I mean, when you when you put a trailer out for a movie and you can't tell whether or not the main the main action hero in it is going to be a cyborg or fighting cyborgs, that's you know that's a big no no straight away. But if you were going to release it with the name Slinger and not even reference the fact that there were robots in it. Then you're in big yes. trouble. Do you think it's because John Claude Van Damme put so many people in a in a sling? <laughs> you know what his name is, Slinger. He's the Slinger. Don't he? fight he, him. He's no he's no Steven Seagal. He's not breaking rests all over the place. No, but I think he he would easily dislocate or badly bruise. <laughs> he'd dis- and, he'd dislocate nine. And that <laughs> and that for a two to two to three day with ice elevation and ibuprofen would warrant a, a sling. <laughs> <laughs> right okay so uh, Cyborg one of the other names for it in Hungary is the dragon of the future in uh, Portuguese it's a robotno and in Peru it's attack of the future right okay fine you know so Ollie why don't you hit us with some of your cyborgian facts you've got your cyborg you've got your Ian you've got your cyborgian <laughs> A test screening was made, which ended in disaster, where from 100 people surveyed, only one person liked the film. For Cyborg? Yeah. Yeah, it's very confused. Yeah. So the producers tried to convince JCVD to allow them to release the movie as is, but Van Damme convinced the producers to let him edit the film. He got two months and he uh, and he, he, he helped edit it. So there you go. Wow. I am enthralled by your factuality, Ollie. I'm knocked out. Literally. Um, In a way. So. Pete's on the edge of his seat, slash my seat. 
during the film, allegedly, <coughs> and without any purpose whatsoever, a female character strips down in front of a male character and then Go runs on. towards a river and then runs towards a river naked, bare buttocks visible. So I... I've got a theory. No, I have a theory. I... No, I'm aggressive. I've got a theory. Aggression. Okay. <laughs> aggression, man. Aggression. No, oh, oh, hold on. The, the guy that's making these comments on IMDb... Yeah. And I assume it it's is a guy. guy. Right? Right. Yeah. So, does he know what's running through the head of the female character? <laughs> Right. So like, so like he's 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 saying on IMDb like Parents Guide or whatever. He's saying like, oh, she no purpose whatsoever. Oh, she strips down and she runs to the river with no purpose whatsoever. No purpose whatsoever. Uh, th- I was on my phone at the time. Is is he just discounting the fact that the writer may have had a fully fleshed character for this female actress? Yeah, but then you know Van Damme f- messed it up in the edit and left it with no purpose whatsoever. He cut that bit out. Um, but but she may have theory. just run, she may have just run to the river because I need to cool down. Or Why can't hey. someone just strip off and run in a river? Exactly, with no reason. It could have been the Brown Noise Crusader. <laughs> well, that call no, back, Ollie. That's true, but that's just one more reason why somebody should run to a river naked. Just, yeah. or, or just for the bedevilment of it. I'm going to take my yeah. pants off. I'm going to run in the river just purely to feel the flapping of my butt cheeks. With the movement of the water. I wonder what that water would feel like on my skin. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I, I think Pete and I agree. Okay. And Ollie, you're the outsider on this one. <laughs> okay. So um, Moving on. So, Ian, as, as you said, there's a lot of violence and gore. It says... No, you <laughs> I, say, I, say, I say we've already been through that. <laughs> so, listen, listen. Listen. Go on. A woman is shown hanging lifeless in a pole. In a pole? In a pole. Is this the object or a, uh, like a person from Poland? I don't know. We may never know. We may never know. Unless unless we watch the film, we may never know. I have watched uh, it and I'm pretty certain I've got it on VHS somewhere in Scotland. Would it be... Do you think it would be on a pole? Nah. No, I think it's badly transcribed. It's more likely to be inside of a pole... Whichever, whichever it is, whether it's an object or a person. Okay, several people are killed by kicks and punches. <laughs> and <laughs> listen, go on. It is it is implied that a man is killed by a stab in the face. <laughs> Mate, what happened? What happened to that man over there? Don't know something about his face and that stabbing. I, I saw like a sharp movement of a man with a knife, and then next thing I saw, there was like a man with a hole in his face. I assume he got stabbed in the I face with a knife. That dead guy there, yeah, he's what's all with him, dude? Look, I just blinked, and he's got he's got like bare hole in his face. So, and finally, alcohol slash drug slash smoking. Ironically, none. <laughs> why, is that, why would that be? Why would that be ironic that there's none? Because it's an eighteen, you can get away with whatever you want. Well, I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure that that's is that irony. I, I, I mean, I don't think they intentionally uh, used it as an ironic statement. Oh, oh mate, you t- tell you what, we're oh, going for an eighteen on this movie. 
I'll tell you what, we just won't use any cigarettes or alcohol. Make it bloody ironic. See what the censors think. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Push those bloody fucking boundaries. guys on film podcast will have a fucking field day with this. Am I right? <laughs> In 20 years' time. So, Ian, do you have anything else that you uh, would like to go through? Go in chapter one. I mean, we haven't we haven't touched on Kickboxer, but maybe we can deep dive into that in chapter two. Yeah, I think Kickboxer is almost uh, meandering of its own. Um, I feel like it, I mean, I did have some I did have some really good notes on it, but we can save it for another. time. Let's save it for another time. Uh, I feel like Kickboxer deserves its own time. Uh, all I want is that if people haven't seen Kickboxer. They should watch the dancing routine, if not the entire movie. You should add add, add that to your watch list. Um, And we'll pick it up in another episode. No worries. Pete, do you have anything specific to add about Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah, but it's not about... Well, it's not about Jean-Claude Van Damme. I just like to draw everyone's attention to the fact that the oldest wooden coffin known in the world is... 8,000 years old and was discovered in Istanbul and is almost perfectly preserved. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to see you next week for... (laughs) 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 A a housekeeping episode. All right. If you would like to get in touch with us, you should go to guysonfilm.co.uk and you go to the contact page. You can send us some mad messagery tell us what you want to have in episodes you can ask us questions that you would like us to answer in episodes if you would just like to generally get involved send us a dick pic send us dick pics on tinder I'm there Ollie was there he's not there anymore write your email address on your dong and and send me pictures to ian.smith at whatsapp no Um, go to uh, at gof podcast and that's on Twitter and Instagram. You can just like drop some notes on the pictures that we put up. Drop your pants. You can send us DMs, all that bullshit. Fucking tell us age, sex, location. All photographs sent will be private. And, and will be private. You can check out our episode guide on the website, and that episode guide has got uh, links to the uh, add through watch list, which is wicked. And one more, one X more. Wicked. For being yeah. wicked. Yeah. Go to facebook.com forward slash guys on film and you'll be able to check out all the videos that are down there and that will in turn lead you to the YouTube page which has got fucking loads of cool shit on it. Oh, oh, mate, you checked out any of that fucking really cool shit that we've got on YouTube. Hi, mate. Yeah, fucking get on it. Am I right? So yeah, do that. Bye. Bye. Bye.